Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask, say the word and I'll be there. Just ask, you know the greatest things in life all come in. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing great. I just can't believe that we have completed the first season of Dawson's Creek. Who are we? How did we get here? Can't believe it's over. Still can't believe it was only a 13-episode season. It really yes. zoomed by. It's been 13 Creek Weeks since we started this podcast. <laughs> it has, it's been 13 Creek Weeks since we, Creek weeks. It has been. You are uh, correct. Yes. Um, no, I can't believe we're here either. It's uh, it's a bit crazy. Like, it's next. Obviously, the next season is going to take a lot longer for us to get through because it's more than 13 episodes. But I, I honestly have to say, I kind of like a shorter season of shows, you know? Like, yeah. I kind of like... Because when you look back at the season, I'm not, like, racking my brain for how I felt about you know the pilot or something like that everything like it's felt not been that very long. yeah everything felt very fresh like there was no episodes where I was like gosh like what was that about or yeah. like you know oh I can't really remember like the plot of this or how did I feel about this and I I don't know if it's just because Dawson's Creek has truly made an impact on my life in the last 13 <laughs> Creek weeks or what it's been but um Everything is fresh. Fresh as a daisy. Yes. yes, absolutely. So, yeah, if you didn't already, if you couldn't already tell, we're here wrapping up our thoughts on season one of Dawson's Creek. Uh, and then we're going to be getting into season two. We like to stop down at the end of a season and kind of chat about it, chat about our thoughts about it. So we kind of have like a little order of things we're going to go through today. But before we get into that, Sarah, how was your day? It's snowing in New York. It's April 1st. It's snowing in New York. Um, that's my day in a nutshell, essentially. 
It wasn't snowing where I live in New Jersey, so I didn't have to deal with the snow. Um, I did. Okay, so everybody knows I really have ops with most holidays because I don't know. I it's just like a it's just a special skill of mine to hate every single holiday. So another holiday that I really hate is April Fool's Day. And mm-hmm. um, it, I have some like weird stuff with April Fool's Day, some really mean pranks from high school that have stuck with me f- or middle school that have stuck with me for this long. Um, woke up to pretty much a automatic April Fool's joke, really over it, um, you know. So, I mean, we- I don't think it's funny. Pranks aren't funny. No. Like, no. The only prank that's funny. Oh, I haven't talked about what I've been watching for a while. Uh, Will and I have been watching Impractical Jokers nearly nonstop. It's on mm-hmm. HBO. And I can't tell you what it is about that show that cracks me up so much. But the thing is about them and pranks is they're not pranking other people. They're like pranking each other. So to right. me, you know what I mean? Like pranks on other people like strangers. Like this just kind of rude. Um, but yeah. what they do makes me laugh. So I agree with you. April mm-hmm. Fool's is trash. No, it's only been my best friends or friends that have pranked me. So I don't think that there's no stranger that pranked me, except for that one, that one thing that like I knew is a joke right away. But like I was everyone was secretly hoping that Julie Chen from Big Brother was going to step down and like somebody made a fake post (laughs) that she quit. And I was like, too bad. That's not real. Yeah. We would all been a little bit happier if that was true. Yeah. Need a nice refresh that Julie Chen Moonves were ready. Mm-hmm. We're ready. So yes. aside from that, I mean, my day was pretty much fine. I worked really hard today and did not get that distracted. So that's a win in my book. Always a win. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because we're like on the verge of having to probably go back into offices in a couple of months, most likely depending on how everything shakes out. So I guess that's better to try to not be as distracted as most people probably are working from home nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only like only three trips downstairs to put my face in my dog's face and demand kissies. So versus the normal ten trips downstairs. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's actually yeah. that's actually a much less than half times. Yeah, but everyone was like I had some yogurt, everyone was up in my business trying to get my yogurt. So, you know, by everyone, mom. do you mean your dogs or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just strangers come off the street <laughs> trying to eat your yogurt. <laughs> Pretty much that. So uh, that Chobani, there's like this strawberry lemonade or raspberry lemonade flavor. So good. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it from last s- summer when I would talk about it all the time? No, I don't remember you talking. Yes, about Yes, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. Oh, I'm sure you did. I probably just don't remember. Yeah. I like whatever. yogurt. But yeah, don't care. Don't care. Nobody cares about yogurt. God. Anyway, a gooba. Um, that's how I feel. A gooba. Yes, that is that is exactly how I feel after today. A gooba. Um. So, yeah. So let's let's get into some Dawson's Creek. That's what the people are probably here for. Maybe they're not. Maybe they really enjoy our personalities, in which case. No, probably not. We do, too, which is why we talk to each other. <laughs> Uh, oh god uh okay dawson's creek so maybe we should start out with kind of our overall thoughts on season one as a whole um why don't you go first what were you how what were you expecting versus what did you get out of this show i think that's a great question as a newcomer to dawson's creek i honestly i did not know like i came to it into it completely blind as you know i really had no 
expectations except that I knew it was going to be a teen drama. I knew that there was going to be some love triangles. And aside from that, I don't know. I don't really think that I thought anything in particular about Dawson's Creek. So I think that the it's interesting because we'll get into it later with certain characters. But I think that I came into the season expecting me to really like certain people and really dislike certain people. And I think it kind of flip flopped by the end of it, which is great. Um, I think that the season, a lot happened and a lot was resolved in a short 13 episodes. And I know that they had to like accomplish a lot in a short amount of time. And I think that they did that, but there's still a lot of things that I want to see going into season two that is like, you know, kind of like misconnections in a way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think like, obviously I went into it a little bit different than you did. I've seen the show before. I haven't, that that being said, I haven't seen it recently. Um, So it's not like I could have pointed out, oh, this is going to happen in this episode and, and whatnot. Um, So I, the one thing that stuck out to me was that like Pacey's role, and we're going to go through kind of the characters uh, one by one as well. But um, I, I really liked this season, but I didn't remember Pacey being as kind of like disconnected to some of the others as he was. Yes. Um, that was something that kind of shocked me looking back at it because maybe maybe it's just this season and seasons going forward. He's a lot more involved in the main storylines, but a lot of the time it felt like it's like Jen, Joey and Dawson's story. And then Pacey's kind of like has his own mm-hmm. story. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we we've talked about it before. I, I never liked the Pacey Tamara storyline. That was one of my major gripes with the beginning of season one. But I felt like midway through the season, it built up steam. It kind yeah. of was like it really got its got under got got the show under itself or got its feet under its legs or whatever that saying is. It kind of like knew what it was doing by midseason. And even though, I mean, maybe the, the finale wasn't everyone's cup of tea, I did feel like it was well done. And I really kind of left, I liked where it left off. It wasn't exactly like a cliffhanger exactly, which I kind of like. I don't necessarily need every finale to be a cliffhanger. Um, so I like it. I think we're heading very strong into season two um, mm-hmm. after a little bit of a stumble at the beginning, mainly with the Pacey storyline is my yeah. major gripe. Yeah. So I guess if we're ready to get into character breakdowns, I think it's natural for us to go yeah. right into Pacey. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's no secret at the beginning of the season. I really dislike Pacey. I felt that Pacey was immature. I thought that he I remember saying, like, I don't feel like he's adding anything to the plot. Yeah, that was the first couple episodes. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I remember, like I was like I mean, not being shocked. But, yeah. yeah, I was like, why? If he's supposed to be the person that we're supposed to be attracted to besides Dawson, like, why do they pick this kid? And like, what's the point? I really yeah. hated the Tamara um, and Pacey storyline. And it's not I mean, it's problematic, but that wasn't necessarily necessarily the reason why I disliked it, because like we've talked about before, like I sat through like eight seasons of Pretty Little Liars in the Ezra yes. Ara, Aria situation. So it's not something that I'm disfamiliar with. It's just that I I think ultimately you hit the nail on the head. I just felt like Pacey was not really in this circle. Like I didn't understand, like he was only really connected to Dawson and he wasn't connected to uh, Joey at that point. 
And obviously, Jen was new, so he wasn't connected to Jen. So I just felt like he was like an extra friend that was around yes. sometimes. Like he wasn't in the hurricane episode. Like he wasn't involved yep. with the baby episode. Like, and it there felt was- like some of his plot lines were like an afterthought. And that yeah. was, and I want to be clear in saying that I'm like talking about the very beginning of the season. Because I think yeah. by like the first season, end of season. Yeah. I think by the end, he was def- felt, definitely felt like he was more of an important character. Just yeah. like in the beginning, they like kind of didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, that's and you kinda, exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of felt like, and I think we've heard this, I don't know if it was from Cheeky Hobbit or somebody else that mentioned that like, they definitely took characteristics of Joshua Jackson himself and kind of put them into Pacey. And it feels a, more, a lot more natural as time goes on. Like his character feels mm-hmm. more real yeah. um, as time goes on. And and I think another gripe that we've had is like we get some of Dougie here and there. We still have yet to meet Pacey's father. We don't yes. really know about him. We know yeah. what he's like, but we've never met him. We know nothing about Pacey's mother, which yeah. is like kind of bizarre. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like, I feel like not only is he disconnected from his friends in for most of the season, but he's also disconnected from us. It wasn't until a few episodes into it, I think when we first met Doug, um, was when I started yeah. to understand, like, who Pacey was, what his background was, and that started to turn... I think it Everything. was in Hurricane, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And that's what turned me like around for Pacey. I think that was the first time that yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? Like Pacey's, I'm starting to like Pacey. Like, and that wasn't until episode five in a 13 episode season. So that is mm-hmm. nearly halfway through the season until I started to like Pacey. Or I don't even think I liked him at that moment. I think I was like starting to appreciate him a little bit like for his humor and for Mm -hmm. like I sympathized with his home life um and honestly I don't think it was until um Pacey and Tamara ended things um until I started to really like Pacey I think that yeah killed Pacey's character in the beginning it definitely did it held it definitely held him back from us liking him because I agree with you like it's not just that it's problematic which it is and that really bothered me it also is that it's unbelievable like it doesn't make that them together don't make any sense like those two as a couple don't make sense their relationship never made sense to me I didn't understand what they had in common I didn't understand what attracted them to one another yeah it just it wasn't a believable storyline beyond the fact that again largely problematic really didn't like it didn't age well at all um, so I just think that really held him back. And I think once we see him incorporated more in the group, once he's flirting a little bit with Joey, he has that episode with her and he's a little bit more involved. He gives Dawson advice, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think we like him a lot more because his personality shines a lot more. And like you said, we learn more about his home life. So I think like I I like that we had that growth from Pacey. He certainly wasn't stagnant. Um, He kind of had the largest uh, you know the most to recover from with where yeah. he started yeah but I think he ended very on a very strong note yes yeah um, so I'm really like excited to see what we get from him going forward I mean I know the basic storylines we get from him but I, I specifically remember one that I believe is in season two I'm really excited to see it I think that you're gonna really enjoy it mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're only gonna love PC more as time goes on obviously yeah. he'll probably make stumble a couple times but <laughs> yeah um, yeah. yeah, I think it wasn't until detention or even maybe boyfriend where I started to enjoy him because mm-hmm. then I think it was especially in 
I guess it was detention, but I remember in Boyfriend, like, it felt like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders. Like, he was, like, exuberant and, like, joking around. And it was like, mm-hmm. I remember saying to you, I'm like, this is the first time I remember Pacey actually smiling. Like, yeah. well, that's why I think you were like, how many Creek Weeks is it going to take for him to get over Tamara? And it, and was, it was, like, like instantly. <laughs> he's like, where are the girls at? Let's go. I know, yeah. I know. That was, Pacey's like. Pacey's a yes man. Yeah, he's definitely a yes man. Um, His development into, you know, his... You know, when he started speaking to Joey about the rumors that were going on between him and Tammy, and they started connecting on multiple levels, whether it be mm-hmm. their families or the rumors in town or whatever. I liked that. Um, I think that the hmm. The episode where they were like snail hunting. What episode yes. is that? Uh, that one was Double Date. Double mm. Date. I think that that is what started to really turn me around on uh, Mr. Pacey uh, totally. Maybe even before that. But I I really liked the moments that we got between uh, Pacey and Joey. And I, I appreciate yeah. like... I appreciate them having like a very authentic and organic um, start to a, a friendship and to like yeah. connection. And I know I like I can see how something could eventually build into more. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying because it doesn't feel forced. It feels like they connect on something they both have in common that's yeah. really important. I think they right? have they a lot have, in common, yeah. Yeah, they both have like really difficult family lives, like at-home mm-hmm. lives, and them talking about it. And, and not only that, but them bickering, right? Like there's a very fine line between love and hate, and them bickering can also be, you know, misconstrued as flirting or maybe it is flirting. And... And I agree with you. Like, I think that largely a reason that PC turns around for us as a character is because of his interactions with Joey. Yeah. And obviously, to a degree, Dawson as well. I, I really enjoyed him giving advice to Dawson, whether or not it's good advice um, <laughs> remains to be seen. But yeah. um, I do think that maybe we should next, like, kind of the natural next step would probably be Joey. Um, because we did mention her and her and PC. Um, and I think, I think Joey becomes a fuller character as time goes on. Oh, yeah. I think that it's not a question of whether we liked her or not. I feel like you and I both really both liked her from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, And I think that maybe, I know me probably more than you, I had some issues with her not being so nice to Jen in the beginning. Maybe as a teen, you could understand why she might not be so nice, but it is tougher to watch as an adult. Um, But I think like they really round out her character. They really give her a full background account of what happened in her life, what happened with her mom yeah. and her dad and, and her situation and how she wants desperately to be out of Dawson's Creek and to, to move on with her life after high school. Um, yeah. And I, I love that about, about Joey and I feel like she's a very, she's a girl next door, but like with a twist. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have obviously since the pilot been very pro Joey. In the beginning, it was just her one liners. Um, mm. Then when it, episode three kiss, when she got her first kiss before Dawson, I was like, you know, yeah, running, I remember running that. circles, <laughs> running circles around my house, cheering, um, loving it. I mean, I understand that she was not always nice to Jen, but to be honest with you, 
Maybe Jen deserved it. Um, <laughs> and then aside from that, like I, you know, I am the type of person that really, really, really appreciates a character with a lot of depth. And I feel like out of everybody, we really got to understand Joey the most in like yeah. why she does certain things. What makes her upset? What makes her tick? What makes her mad? What makes her happy? And I don't know, like for you, I I mean, I don't know if like I'm a Joey apologist, but there were very, very, very few times in this season where I was like, I don't really agree with what Joey's doing. Like, I don't like there was I don't I can't really think except for decisions. The last episode. Yeah, (laughs) I can't really think of anything that I was like, oh, like hate that Joey's doing. this. Yeah. I think for me, it's mostly in the beginning and it's mostly just because of how she treats Jen out of jealousy that Mm -hmm. it's just for me, it's a bit cringy because I don't even know if, if, if that was me in that situation at that age, I don't think I would have had the balls to do some of the shit that she does. Um, Not that I can't appreciate it on a television show, Mm -hmm. but more I'm just like, oh, Joey, like, come on, girl, like, you're better than this. You know, like, I want better for her than than what she's doing. But I agree. I'm going to get very armchair expert here, and you'll bear with me, but... um, (laughs) Sarah's putting on her therapist glasses. Yeah, yeah. So Joey is very, very used to people leaving her life so she doesn't really have a stable like like her mom passed away so in a way she left her her dad went to jail he left her she doesn't have any friends besides Dawson so she puts all of her eggs in the Dawson basket and when she feels threatened that somebody is going to take Dawson away from her that's when the claws come out. And it's yeah. not great, but I can understand why she feels threatened by Jen. Besides the fact that she's in love with Dawson, which is probably yes. her biggest sin in this entire. Of course. And, but of I course. understand I... why, too. They've been friends for eons. They, you know, they have a, a past. Right. I totally know what you mean. Like, I, it, it makes sense that that's why she acts the way she acts. And we know why. I mean, it's her and Dawson. It's it's like that connection. That person knows everything about you, knows everything you've ever gone through. He was there when her mom died. He was there when her dad went to jail. He was the one who was there for her. So when you have so much of that baggage kind of wrapped up in each other, it must be really hard to make connections with other people when like that's your person Mm -hmm. um so we can't yeah i guess right if there's one big tick in the con column for joey it's the whole her and dawson mess of it all right like that is probably her biggest fault the biggest gripe that we would have with her as a character and yet i both think we would say well she's a teenager so of course she's she's a teen and it's not because it's just like i want her to do better and you know what I mean? It's not necessarily. We wanted her to go to Paris. I want her to go to Paris. It's not necessarily that like, I think that her and Dawson, I mean, we'll get into predictions. I think they're going to have a pretty, you know, high schooly relationship and it's going to be all fine and good. Hopefully she'll, you know, wrap that up real quick. Who knows? <laughs> probably not. It's probably going to belabor this for a long time. But, you know, I, I don't fault her for, you know, trying to continue a, a years-long dream of hers to be with Dawson Leary. 
Yeah. But also, it's like, do you really want that dick out of all the dicks in Cape Side? Right now, the answer is yes. Right now. <laughs> but I'm, I'm team Joey forever. I love yes. her brand of comedy. I love her snark. Um, I love the fact that she has big dreams. And I, I honestly, I just want the most for little Joey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we love Joey Potter. Um, shall we move on next to the man who owns the creek himself? Uh, <laughs> sure. Probably the, the okay. one we gave well, the most crap to over, over the Okay. Season. Okay. You know what? The thing is, is that, like, thinking from the beginning of season one to season, uh, season one, episode one to episode 13, like, there hasn't been a lot of growth with Dawson. He is very indecisive and he's very like singularly, singularly focused. So mm-hmm. we get right away Jen coming through. We get the Hey, Pretty, Pretty Girl song. Yes. Um, and <laughs> that's like his eyes. Now that that's all like the relationship aspect plus the stuff with Gail and Mitch is pretty much all we really get from Dawson this first season. So we have like him struggling with like his new relationship with Jen and like all that comes from being with a more experienced girl to being like really upset about his parents stuff. And then Mm -hmm. ultimately realizing that he probably does have feelings for Joey. I still am not like a full believer, but whatever. Um, (laughs) And that he wants to, he has to decide between Jen and Joey, which is, you know, a tough call, I guess. I think, I think that like where they dropped the ball for me with Dawson is like, yes, when you're a teenager, it's realistic in that like when you're a teenager, if you get into a relationship, if you have a crush on somebody, whatever, it kind of does consume a lot of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's what you think about. It's what you want to work towards you do kind of lose interest in other things but what frustrated me is like we hear all about this film festival all about this really important film festival in the first couple episodes and then it's like it completely drops out of nowhere like what happened with the film festival what happened with Dawson's film this is his entire life for the first 15 years of his life life he's obsessed with film and then one girl comes in and then that's it there's no more film ever yeah and it's that frustrated me. It's like I wanted to know more about that because what ends up happening is Dawson just ends up frustrating us, like severely frustrating us with like his indecisiveness with the Joey situation and him being so judgmental of Jen and like slut shaming her and just mm-hmm. like and maybe yeah he's going through a hard time. His parents you know aren't aren't on you know stable ground right now and he's going through a tough time in his life. But like. Some of the actions he took are just like really shitty and yeah. very he is he think he's the guy who thinks he's a nice guy. And it's yes. very frustrating to watch and really yeah. annoying. And I think that was kind of where our frustrations from Dawson. Yeah. And he's a kind from. of a shitty friend. And he's a shitty friend. So it's kind of all these things piled up. And to me, it's like you wait until Joey is about to fly off to Paris to finally say that you love her. And it's like, dude, you're holding her uh, back. He I don't he never said that he loved her. He well you know what I mean, to show that he has feelings for her in whatever uh, way. He never right? really said that he had feelings either. He, no, to show, to show, like well, by kissing her. Just, uh, I think it's to, to shut her up, really. 
(laughs) But regardless, like, it's he's waiting until the last minute. Yes. And he waffled so many times before that. Uh So to me, it's like, Dawson, grow a pair, like, make a decision, say what you want, go for it. And I think that, like, we all have suffered from anxiety brain at one point in another in our lives, right? But, like, just do something. It's so frustrating to watch him. Um, it's very frustrating. Kind of it's very frustrating. Um, I definitely think that he needs more to his story than because once again, I think that we were always frustrated with Dawson, but I think that like once Gail and Mitch resolve their shit, then his only focus of a character of his character was him having to decide between Jen and Joey. Yeah. And the relationship aspect. And I think that we lost some of the like and the film stuff was out of the picture. So then it's like Mm -hmm. your only characteristic is that you can't choose between two totally different women and you're hanging. Right. Like you're you know, you're like dragging them both down with you and, you know, you can't. So I think that was like it, it was definitely an issue. Um, for his character, I, I mean, to be mm-hmm. honest, like we talked a lot about like there has to be some redeeming factors to Dawson. We can't go seven seasons with like just bashing Dawson. I know like all I've heard was that like, yeah, like Dawson kind of sucks from everybody. So it's like, how am I going to get through the next seven seasons of this show? Like handling this dude, this like stupid yeah. fuck. Like, I don't yeah. understand. I think, like. Maybe at times we can see him being a good friend. He's not always a shitty friend. Like he, it's just, he's very self-interested and he's very focused Mm -hmm. on himself. Yeah. And I think that that is what it's annoying. And I think to your point, um, Joey and Pacey both have other things going on in their lives, right? They both have like issues at home and Joey wants to get out of Cape Side and, and Pacey has a lot other stuff going on. Um, so it's like when all we see from Dawson is this like obsession with his girlfriend and then his ex-girlfriend and then this new girl, it's like, that's mm-hmm. all we're seeing from him. So I think that's yeah. where we just get tired of it. Yeah. Like at least with like the Gail and Mitch thing. So like, I'm thinking back to maybe a discovery Mm-hmm. I felt I that was the one episode that I felt a lot of sympathy for Dawson because like not only did he figure out that um or am I thinking of this of the right episode? No, I think it's Discovery. That's the one that he finds, like he out, finds that out that his parents Oh yeah, that his parents are cheating. He finds out that like Pacey's like hooking up with Tamara. He like finds out that like Jen's like past and mm-hmm. I and I did give him the benefit of the doubt. I said this is a lot of information within the within two days for anybody. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. so it's like an information dump and you're just like discovering everything at the same time. I can see why he was irritable and I did right. feel sympathy towards him in that one episode. But mm-hmm. then he does stupid shit. For the rest of the season. Yeah. And then it's like, meh. And then, like, the thing, the thing is, is, like, they still wanted us to feel sympathetic about the Gail and Mitch thing. But then it just came off as, like, you know, he got, like, mad at his mom. And then he, like, it it was, it was that. And then it was, like, you know, like, him, he really didn't deal with it. Like, he really just, like, tried to get out of home, like, right away. He didn't really talk about it. 
after yeah. a certain point. So it was really like that's that was what I think the show was saying, like, hey, still feel bad for Dawson because there's weird stuff going on at home between yeah. Gail and Mitch. But there's almost only so much like sympathy we can send his way, you know, and like. Right. I think now it kind of does make sense to just get Gail and Mitch out of the way because yeah. they don't have like a huge storyline, especially because it felt like in the like beginning of the season, I felt like we were supposed to see that they were these like more important characters in yeah. the show. They were kind of set up to be that way because the affair is like in the first episode and it carries through for the first couple of episodes, but then they largely kind of just fall off the map. We don't hear much from them later on in yeah. the season. They go through a rough patch, obviously, with the affair, and then they're trying to work through it and all of that. But I wonder if we're not going to be seeing as much of them going forward in the following seasons mm-hmm. because it feels like to me that they recognized that the story is really more about the teenagers and that's where they aimed their mm. focus. And given that Gail and Mitch's issues were largely just between one another not between them and Dawson or them and anybody else that they were kind of like eh we don't really have anything else to talk about with them whereas like when you have an adult like Grams who has a contentious relationship with Jen and obviously with some of the other teenagers it's a bit easier to kind of you know focus on on that but I I wonder if we're even going to see much of them going forward I didn't the affair storyline was fine it was spicy it was juicy but then I think they kind of squeezed it for all it was worth. And I was like, I don't really need to see that can, that much. Can I, like, give a hot take? I feel like it almost got resolved too quickly. I think that that got wrapped up. I think it got revealed by episode four. And yeah. but then by episode five, it was out in the open with Dawson's dad. And yeah. I, I honest. And then by episode six, which was baby, they were... Off to like marriage boot camp, council or something. Yeah. yeah, I think it got resolved too quickly. I think that maybe it could have like I don't think that we needed a daily check in about this affair every say. week. Yeah, so I think this could have gotten resolved like revealed by episode twelve or episode thirteen. And then, like, maybe reveal to Dawson by episode 12, reveal to Mitch by episode 13, and that could have been part of a cliffhanger. Like, I think it kind of got revealed and resolved too quickly. I think I disagree just simply because I wouldn't have wanted this to linger on all season. I kind of like that they nipped it in the bud and got it out of the way. I mean, maybe if you're looking to give them more of a storyline or like more to do throughout the season. But I was fine with because especially considering I enjoyed the mid middle of the season Mm -hmm. and, you know, on more than I did. Sorry, I should just say I enjoyed the second half of the season more than I enjoyed the first half. Mm -hmm. And so I think like part of that was that I didn't particularly care too much about the Gail and Mitch stuff. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I'm just curious to see what they'll have going forward because it really does feel like their focus shifted largely to the teenagers yeah. by mid-season. Yeah. I just think that um, I think that that storyline and the Tammy storyline got resolved around the same time. And mm-hmm. I think that we could have carried out the Gitch, the Gitch, the Gitch, Gitch. storyline <laughs> like a little bit longer. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah, so, and then going forward, yeah, we need, we could probably use less of them. I think that just like, you know, we talk a lot about in Boy Meets World how when you're a kid, like your parents are the biggest influence in your life, but as you become yeah. a, an adult, 
adult or like a teenager really they become less and less like major roles in your life and I think it makes sense by the time you're 16 years old they're you know you're not hanging out with your parents all the time there is usually like you know butting heads in the parent department but it makes more sense that you know we see less parents the older you get yeah no I agree and I guess while we're on while we're on parents we might as well just get Grams out of the way as well Mm -hmm. um I mean my my thoughts on Grams are well documented by this point I just like I understand what they were trying to do with her as a character I think she's received a lot differently if this show wasn't made in the 90s if this is modern day she is everybody is tweeting about how fucking canceled and awful Grams is um and so I think like I she's very stagnant for me Mm -hmm. she's the same character episode one as she is in the finale beyond the fact that she just loses her husband I still think that she's the same character now does her losing her husband leave room for growth as a character I certainly hope so I remember very few storylines of Graham's one in particular I do remember but I'm just hoping that this, now that they're, you know, the grandfather is gone, mm-hmm. maybe there can be some type of relationship between Grams and Jen that isn't all the time revolved around religion. I fully expect it to come up, but I yeah. just wish that that wasn't their only storyline together. Yeah, and I think that any growth that had happened between Jen and Grams was directly um, in credit to Jen because yeah. Jen, yep. Jen gave a lot. Um, of like gave a lot of leeway, gave a lot of patience. Um, so I do love a sassy Grams. Like she had some of our best like sassy sayings and like one liners. Yeah. Like she's pretty much like right behind Joey in the like in the sass department. Especially but- when when Jen's ex boyfriend's just laying on the bed and she's just so chill about the whole thing. <laughs> Jennifer, come in here and get this strange man out of here, Jennifer. <laughs> like so that was funny. That yeah. Was, we've I had mean, a lot of fun at Graham's I, expense. And I liked like her like being all over Cliff. Like that was funny too. Yes. Oh my God. She wants Cliff's D so bad. Yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Like, as much as I don't like Grams as a character, it's been really fun to talk about her um, yeah. and and make fun of the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think that I tolerate Grams a little bit more than you. Where Grams loses me is when um, it's not even so much Grams because I can appreciate like that. That's Grams's character. She's strong in her convictions. She believes mm-hmm. in her religion. That's like that doesn't even bother me. It's when I feel like the show is pushing prayer and religion and Christianity on me. And that's not necessarily like a Grams thing. Like they use Grams as like a vessel to deliver that message. But it's like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Seventh Heaven like supposed to be like a religious show? Seventh Heaven is very, very religious. That is. And the dad is like a reverend or mm-hmm. whatever the one you're allowed to get married. Is. Right. So I expect something like that from Seventh Heaven, like going into it like this is a religious right. show. There's very heavily heavily like Christian undertones. And then you like, know what you're getting. I know yeah. I'm getting. But this was the message that the writers were giving. Where It was very confusing at times. I was just like, am I supposed to be on like, you know, my question was, am I supposed to be on Jen's side or am I supposed to be on Graham's side? And your argument has been like, no, like the show is saying like 
Jen's side because like she's the one that's like you know yeah. one for all like and you I know think, blah blah yeah. blah. I think that is also just me looking at it very skewed with just not only my background, my experience, but also through the lens of it being 2021. Maybe if you're watching back in the 90s, it is more up in the air of like, oh, who do I side with? Grams or Jen? I'm religious, but I like Jen. I I don't know. Maybe that's the case. I just feel like Mm -hmm. even back then, some of the stuff that Grams tries to pull for me is a bit over the line. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I, you know, I agree with that. But I I still think that the show is a show that should not be projecting these values onto me. I feel like can get a little preachy when it comes to Grams. But then at the same time, it's like, but then we're talking about Tammy and Pacey. And that's like, that's like very scandalous. So it's like, it's a very weird, it's weird. Like, I don't exactly know what they were aiming for. So yeah. That's the only thing. But, like, Grams itself, like, I don't, I'm perfectly fine. Like, if that's Grams' character, like, so be it. But it's like, what does the show want me to believe? Yeah. And I think that as time goes on, we will see more of her. Like, Jen's still living there. We don't have Gramps as a storyline for her anymore. Right. Um, Not that he was a huge storyline, but he was a piece of the puzzle. And so I think maybe now we'll get to see more from her going forward, hopefully. I would hope. I hope they give her more growth in next season. Yeah, me too. Um, And then last but not least, we have Jen herself. Um, Jen, I think, I think actually she has the opposite trajectory for me than as Pacey. Pacey, I think, got much, much better as time went on. And for me, Jen kind of took a nosedive. I think um, in the beginning, I really loved Jen to the point where I said, Jen is the nicest one of all of them. She's trying to be friends with Joey. She she wants to hang out. She wants to be friends with everybody. She's new to Dawson's Creek and she wants mm-hmm. to be a creek creep with them, you know? Mm-hmm. But like... It, it just, it all kind of fell apart. We we both were very supportive when she broke up with Dawson. We mm-hmm. thought this is the right move. You need to time for yourself, even yeah. just to date around, date Cliff, go date other guys, do whatever you want. And then I think it just fell apart right after that episode. It yep. instantly fell apart. Yeah, I and it agree. it was like, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, you're trying to get back with Dawson, but no, you're not. But then your ex-boyfriend's in the picture, but then you want to be with him, but then you want to be with Dawson. And listen. We've all had these moments where we can't make decisions, where we're indecisive, where there's a lot going on and it's stressful. I just think she made like almost all the wrong decisions in all of those places. Yeah. Um, and by I the agree. end of the season, maybe the finale, I would say I did. I had a lot more sympathy for her. Just again, what she was going through with her family and all of that, I thought was like, it's a rough moment to go through. But I still didn't quite get to my love for Jen that I had in the beginning of the season. Yeah. And I just hope she's able to redeem herself in season two. Because right now she's in a very low place. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that in the beginning I really did like Jen too. Um, I think Jen's at her best when we have no fucking clue what's going on with her. I liked her best. <laughs> when she's mysterious. You yes. love the like, what's going on in New yeah. York? What happened like, in New York? Yeah, I know. That's how I, that's what I liked. Like, I liked being like her, like insinuating shit that happened. But also yes. it was not as, it was much more tame than I was anticipating. I was like, what's her dark meth past? Like, what was she doing? Yes. Like, dark and it's like, all she yeah. did was like, 
fuck her boyfriend in her parents bed and that's like why she got shipped off and it's like well not we also know she did a lot of drinking at least she insinuates we don't know and Uh she got roofied or something okay but then like let's see that like let's her let her like watch like you know get wasted at the party um in uh road trip or boyfriend or whatever whichever it was boyfriend like let Mm -hmm. her like be like tempted by the drink at the beach party like you know yeah. let's like i mean i think that i think that's, what it, i think yeah i think the thing that like you i think right now she's too like tame for you mm. not that we need her to be wild and crazy but she's like playing and you feel this like she even says like i don't know who i am right now like i'm i'm somewhere yeah. in between the bad girl from new york and the good girl next door and i yeah. think maybe that's where we both <gasps> fell off too it's like who are yeah. you yeah i want to see Jen get crazy. I want Jen to throw away her stupid floral maxi dresses, put on the leather <laughs> pants, and then fuck some shit up. Oh, she's going to do a full what's-her-face from Greece. Yeah, I want her to be Sandy from Greece. Sandy. Yeah, she's I want her to, girl Sandy. I want her to curl her stupid flipped ends hair and get <laughs> bad and, like, tear the entire town apart. As Tell me about soon, it. Stud. Yeah, as soon as she started, <laughs> as soon as she broke up with Dawson in Boyfriend, then that's where she went downhill. I hate the fact, and and this is like where I defend Dawson. I hate the fact that she's like, I don't want to be friends with you. Like we can't be friends. And the next episode, she's like, Why don't you prank me for Halloween? Yes. Oh no, it was for no for, but uh, Friday the thirteenth. Yes. Yes, it is so frustrating. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, find other friends. I think that yeah. was our, also our biggest frustration with her. It's like, don't hang out with the Creek Creeks. Yeah. Go find your own friends. Plenty of people You're want better, to hang out with you. Yeah. You're better than that, Jen. Like, go, like, hang out with the idiots. Like, you might not want to hang out with the idiots, but, like, they're better for you. Then you can be yeah. the then you can be the queen of the idiots, and that's great for you. Like, don't yeah. hang out with this, like, these this bunch of black sheep. They're like, go hang out with Abby. Like, for goodness sake, anybody, yeah. anybody. But um, I, I guess like our worst issue was we had a very hard time with her in beauty contest. I think that's when I liked Jen the least, where yeah. as soon as Dawson saw that um, Joey put on some Maybelline eye um, mascara and a, <laughs> and a red lip and curled uh-huh. like two pieces of her hair. Dawson got an instant boner and was like, mm-hmm. I like Joey. I liked her all along. And that's when Jen was like, my life is going to go in the shitter if I don't grasp yeah. onto this loser as soon as possible. Yeah, um, she literally we we've talked about this so many times of like Jen not being attracted to Dawson. We knew she wasn't yeah. attracted to Dawson. Yeah. And then the minute that he's attracted to somebody else, she's like, I must have him mm-hmm. like and it was very annoying to watch and very yeah. petty. And for some reason, petty doesn't look as good on Jen as it does on other characters. I think yeah. we just hold her in like a higher regard. Like you're better than that, Jen. You I know? guess that's what it is. Like. She was just so smart in the first half of the season. I loved when she broke up with, I mean, I wasn't excited. Like when Joey rejected Dawson in beauty contest, I was like, this is the best thing that I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) I didn't feel the same way when Jen 
I almost felt the same way when Jen broke up with Dawson. She, she qualified was saying, it, though. She said everything right. She said, I need, I've ne- I'm 16 years old. I've never been single. I need to, like, get to know myself, yada, yada, yada. Like, you, ex- you outlined it all. Mm-hmm. Those were, that was everything that she needed to say. And she was so right. And then for, and then to just switch on a dial. And I think that's what's frustrating. Like, Loved Jen in the beginning. Really, really, really disliked her by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said is perfect. Like we she's so emotionally intelligent and she was able to read every single person in the room early on. Yeah. And then it kind of just like what happened to that girl? You know, so I'm hoping that season two, we kind of see a little bit of a flip of a switch and we're back to the Jen that we knew in the beginning of season one. Tough to know because Again, like, we saw these changes with Pacey, and I know that, like, that's just Pacey growing into the part of Pacey and then figuring out that character. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope that what they did with Jen is not the same mm-hmm. thing, and that it's more of just, like, a storyline that then ends, and we yeah. can get early season one Jen back. Because yeah. I really loved early season one Jen. I thought she was fantastic, so... I don't, we go I don't I don't think she's coming back anytime soon, well, ma'am. We'll see. We I, I think, we don't know. I think Cliff ruined her. Oh, poor Cliff. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Something something happened and we've lost her. She might be gone for good. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all kind of like the main the main characters um in the show. Um we sh- let's let's rank the top four. So we have our core four, the the Creek Creeps as uh as a group. Dawson, Joey, Pacey, and Jen. Would you like to go first on your um your ranking? Should I go uh, favorite to least favorite or least favorite to favorite? Go least favorite to favorite. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm really peeved at this person and I don't want to forgive them anytime soon. So I'm going to say my number four biggest creep, creep, creep of the week. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like this person's face at the moment. Um, I'm going to put Jen here. I think interesting. I think that Jen just took a major nosedive. She irritated the shit out of me. I even think that she did wrong by Dawson and even worse, she did wrong by herself. And anything that was good in the beginning of the season really just, you know, she kind of mm-hmm. lost it by the end of it. Um, of course, I feel bad that Gramps passed away. But that once again, that doesn't mean that you should go in Dawson's creepy, smelly room and crawl into his creepy, (laughs) smelly, crusty bed with him. With jeans. With jeans. So I'm going to put Jen in that spot. Number four. Number three. I'm going to slap Dawson in there. He's consistently horrible. Um but there's there's no the, honestly there's no like there was no improvements nor disapprovements. He was just consistently bad. Number two, I'm going to put Pacey. Um, I really couldn't stand Pacey for you know the first four or five episodes. But I'm going to say what really it was was that he got Tammy's stink all over him, and that. <laughs> Uh, as soon as Tammy was out of the picture, we saw a an exuberant young man with a Julius Caesar haircut <laughs> and uh, a th- three pack ab. 
Oh my god. Um, and then my number one is my ultimate bae, my best friend, the person that I want to go on a road trip with, the sassiest bitch in all the creek. She might not have enough money for a cell phone. She <laughs> might not have two cents to scrape together to get herself a motor on her rowboat as she aggressively rows away. <laughs> Angrily, I'm gonna put Joey in my number one spot. Not a not a surprise, not a secret. No. She she's been I've been tickled by her since episode one, and she just keeps getting better and better and more, you know, deeper and deeper. My love for her is never ending. She could do no wrong in my eyes. Um, let's see what happens in season two. There you go. Okay, interesting. Um, I was I'm, I've been hawing a little bit on how I want to do it because, like. For example, a character like Jen, I feel like we liked her more than we ever liked Dawson, but by the end, we really disliked her. So is it better? How do I want to rank people, right? Am I ranking them overall, or am I ranking how the the taste left in my mouth by the end of season one? Obviously, you know my, it, obviously for yes. me, it was the taste that was left in my mouth after all yes. Of this. Yes. I think, here's, here's mine. Let's, let's. Definitely bottom of the barrel for me is Dawson. I think that, like, as much as Jen made decisions I didn't agree with, for me, Dawson is the quote-unquote nice guy. He drives me insane because he's he can be condescending. He can be downright rude. He could be a terrible friend. He could be a terrible boyfriend. Like, there's no way. <laughs> he can do every possible thing wrong. Um, and I just, he drives me absolutely crazy. He he also hems and haws too much, which I, I can't stand an indecisive person. So that another tick in the box of shitty. Um, and he's just self-centered. He is extremely self-centered, more so than any of the other characters on this show. Um, here's to hoping we get a better Dawson in season two, because he's at the bottom of my list right now. Um, next up is Jen. Again, like, didn't, we kind of got, off, got over a lot of this um, I didn't like where she ended up. I thought she was much better in the beginning of the season. I have hope that she'll turn things around in season two. I really love how empathetic she is, how just emotionally intelligent she is. Um, she feels very old, like an old soul almost. Like she she just knows. She's very wise beyond her years. Um, I appreciate that about Jen. Just I think she's gone through a bit of a mental breakdown in the past six months. And so that's why I give her Same. a little bit more sympathy like exactly I give her more sympathy because you know she she got kicked out of her parents house she's living with her grandmother in a town she's new to she only has the creek creeps to hang out with like it just seems like a lot has gone wrong for her recently so I'm giving her a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt mm. um this is where it gets tricky because I really like both uh both Joey and Pacey and the problem is that like for me I thought that Pacey hit higher highs in that like I really love where he ended up and I just like anytime he's on screen again mid-season like an on I'm smiling because I think he's just like a great fun character but I don't think it's fair to put Joey second when she just was so consistently great for all of season one um whereas Pacey had a very rough start so for me I'm going to put Pacey in second again love where he ended up at the end of the season didn't like where he started out at all i thought that mm -hmm. he's always there for comic relief he's a yes man he's a funny guy he's quick to get over shit versus dawson who just lingers and like <laughs> fucking sulks for 17 creek weeks mm -hmm. like pacey is done with that shit in no time at all which i appreciate 
But Joey, Joey is the realist character on this show. She's the most realistic. She's the most relatable. She's someone that you can totally connect with. She's had some issues in her past, but she just wants to get the fuck out of Cape Side. She's doing all she can to get out of there. I think the only like column, the, the ticks in the bad column for her are all of the Dawson bullshit that she puts up with. I think that's the most frustrating aspect about her character, but... I think that everything else about her kind of outweighs that. And because she's so consistently great, so consistently snarky and sassy and stubborn through this whole season, I think I have to put her at number one. Mm-hmm. Well that's done. That's we ended up. Well done, my friend. So let us, listeners, if you have your own ranking of the top four, please tweet at us at Shit90sPod. Let us know. I'm curious to see what your thoughts are, to see if everybody has Dawson last except for Sarah. I'd be very curious to see. <gasps> you know what? I think what? it's probably you know the what? common consensus. You know what? Jen is just, like, so annoying, and she's just, like, a fuddy-duddy. I don't know what to say. I, I agree. I think that we just we ended up in a bad spot with her at the end of season one. Um, I don't care how wanna- smelly Dawson's room is. <laughs> one other question I had for you. Would yeah. you say then that like Joey for you is the MVP of the season? Like if you had to name an MVP of the season. Yes. Joey, Joey Joey Potter is my MVP of the season. That is correct. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. And I think I would I think I would give the same. I think I I really want to give it to Pacey, but he's just not there. He's not there. Like he, he needs yeah. some time. Not, yeah. He needs some time to simmer, so to marinate. Um, yes. I have Sassy Grams as my number two MVP. Oh, God, no. Grams <laughs> is my LVP. Easily. Oh, no. Or actually, Tammy is my M- LVP. <laughs> yep, that that is who I have as my LVP. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy Grams is LVP runner-up, I guess. Liked your fashion, and that's about it. Honestly, yes. We loved her fashion. It was iconic. Yeah. Um. Let's let's get into some of our favorite episodes and our least favorite episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote out because there were only thirteen. It was pretty easy for me to remember my feelings on all of them. Um, I I guess we could start out with least favorite. It's kind of more fun that way. I feel like my least favorite shouldn't be any a surprise to anybody. It's kind of a tie between two of them. Hmm. Um, and it is road trip and the scare. Road trip made no fucking sense to me. It was like all over the place. Why is Billy still in town? Why is Dawson hanging out with him? This makes no fucking sense. Yes. Like it truly that whole didn't. episode was wild. Yeah. Um, for me, I had the scare at number 13. I had mm-hmm. it was just so out of place. It it didn't make any sense towards the plot. It was like it was just so weird. And the tone was off. The tone was off. Um, and obviously, like, I think the fact that it was, you know, placed out of order in our viewing didn't help either. Mm-hmm. But and um, it was supposed to be like a standalone episode or something. It just didn't yeah. feel like it was cohesive with the this plot line of the entire se- season. Yeah, I agree. And then. My number 12, I did have Road Trip at number 11, so I was mm-hmm. pretty much right there with you. Um, I'm going to say that I did not like dance. I had that at 10. So, so yep, dance, right there with it you. was like, it, number one wasn't that memorable, but also it's just like, Pacey was so annoying. He was like all up Tammy's ass in that episode. Then we have like Joey and like, you know, giving like being all like, oh, you got to tell. You got to tell everybody. And it's just like and then I don't know. I kind of hated it. Hated it all. Like the fact that like 
you know, Jen was just trying to go to the dance with Cliff and like Dawson had to like put up his little peacock feathers and like, you know, piss all over that was really annoying. Um, Just unbearable, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. I had that one pretty low. I also had baby very low as well because I was just like, meh, who cares? Baby's my number 10 Um, as well. Yeah, okay, so, so we're we're pretty much we're, on the same page. We're the bottom four are, yeah. are about the same. Um, for my for my top couple, um, for number one, I did put beauty contest. I thought that one. I think that the scene with Joey and Dawson alone gets yes. this this episode oh, in the top yeah. spot. Yeah, and I know you had the same. I knew we were going to be on the same. Yeah, page my number there one because, is one hundred percent beauty contest. Yes, and that's why I think it's more interesting. Like we we both definitely agree on that. I'd be more interested to find out what you had for like your two and three mm-hmm. spots on your list. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much so beauty contest. I loved, of course. Um, I say my number two is Kiss. I was just so mm. tickled by that episode. I remember texting you or messaging you that I thought that this was pretty much like a perfect episode of television. Yeah. I I loved it between, you know, Joey going out and meeting somebody new and all the New York references. I really liked that. I liked the fact that like Joey got that first kiss before Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the fact that um I I mean I thought it was really spicy how it left off. Um the argument Yeah, the between, ending was great. Yeah, the argument between Jen and Dawson about the stupid videotape. Like mm-hmm. I honestly just thought it was like such a good episode. Beauty contest beats it out slightly because I'm just was floored by the whole um, that scene with Dawson and Joey. I mm-hmm. was not expecting it. I didn't think that Joey had that in her to be like at well at that point one episode later she's kissing him up the wazoo. But whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. But I I loved that and I loved seeing um, a female character, a young female character, stand up for herself and for herself value um yeah and it was really great to see and i i love the the beauty contest aspect of it like i totally like i i watch miss america and like it's i it you know it's always i like pageantry sometimes so i i really Mm -hmm. like like that episode and then for number three i have detention that was Mm -hmm. just a really fun episode i really liked meeting abby i thought that she was hilarious and horrible and interesting and i liked the you know being in like stuck in one place like you know it was like a yes bottle episode a bottle episode yeah i liked i like obviously knew the 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 spoof on uh, breakfast club so um yeah i, th- I agree yeah, and i, I like the reveal of why everybody was there yes so. that was fun um i i also had detention at number three i completely agree with everything you said about that episode i love the spiciness of the different kisses and the different pairings and and i thought that that was a great way to explore that storyline mm-hmm. um was to put them all in a room and see what happens um for actually i had kiss at six Mainly because I really didn't like the Pacey t- Tammy stuff. Like all of my all of the early season one episodes tended to be you know middle or lower uh, rated for me. Just, mm-hmm. That really kind of like, took me out of it a lot of the time. I had double date at number two. Um, 
I even though we were like ragging on Dawson for all of his decision making I still loved 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 the Joey Pacey stuff and that really carried the day for me Mm -hmm. I really liked it so that ended up being why I put that that second we love snails that shit 90 shows taught me (laughs) we're pro love talking about snails yeah um double date was number five um and then Mm -hmm. my number four was hurricane yeah, I had Hurricane 5, so about the same yeah. spot. So yeah, I guess we're, we're pretty much in agreement on kind of like at least which ones we liked and which ones we didn't like. Yeah. Um, did we get any feedback on what anybody, what any of our listeners thought about Yeah, we had like a few people um, message us and say what their favorite episodes were. So um, we got... Um, we got our friend Soul Meets Lens. They said favorite episode was four discovery. So much drums. Mm-hmm. Worst storyline was Joey's crush on Dawson and how dumb everybody acted about it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So she's that. That's a separate thought. So, um, so that's the worst storyline. Joey's cr- crush on Dawson. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. And then her idea and best in fashion was Jen. Jen's the wardrobe. Hands down. Sometimes well, we'll yes. See. Sometimes yes. Sometimes sometimes no. Um yeah. Alana B seven two two three favorite episode of season one is the carnival episode. Oh, that's the double date. Yep. Yes, double date. And then aside from that, we got the week of the beauty contest. We got like three people say to us that beauty contest is their favorite episode of the season. Yeah. So I think it, it, to that's me, it the feels the most consensus. iconic, right? Yeah. That was the penultimate, right? Mm-hmm. I think, and I think usually, I mean, obviously not every show, but a lot of shows, the penultimate episode tends to be one of the better ones mm-hmm. compared to like the finale. And I think that definitely holds true in this case because I had the finale being like mid tier for me um in these episode rankings yeah yeah i i Um, agree i love i loved that episode i thought that it was mm -hmm. great yeah yeah i think i'm curious if anybody wants to send their their thoughts and their favorite episode least favorite episode rankings what have you definitely feel free shit 90s pod at gmail.com or on twitter at shit 90s pod because i'd be curious to hear what you all thought if it was like similar to our thoughts i mean i know we kind of landed on the same page but we also podcast together about it so like i feel like that's kind of natural for us to feel similarly uh, to about agree them. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's very um, very uncommon to be like i i like this and you're like no that one stinks yeah like, i hated it yeah, yeah yeah um shall we get into the fashion hour winners Woo! i feel like compared to because we obviously do this in boy meets world as well if you don't listen to that podcast um and i think that these winners might be a bit more like obvious okay. than in, in boy meets world i okay. feel like if i like you can guess like i'll let you guess who do you think for the rachel green award for mm-hmm. the most 90s outfit who do you think won and who do you think was the runner-up i think it, for the 90s outfit, I think that Jen won and Joey was runner up. That is exactly right. And okay. it wasn't even close. Really? So with 13 episodes, Jen won five of the awards. Oh, wow. Joey was in second with two. Oh. So nobody could touch our girl Jen. Like, <laughs> no. whether or not we agreed with her decision making, her fashion was obviously on point for the 90s. So Yes. And everybody else only had one point. That oh, anybody wow. else that got points only had one point. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, apparently, uh, they really loved Jen's ninety self. That Bodie one. <laughs> yeah. Did Bodie get one? Uh, Bodie. Yeah. No. Well, no. Bodie, you nominated Bodie, but I didn't give him the point. Um, uh, I liked yeah. Bodie. 
Yeah, you liked his. We didn't see him enough for him to get enough awards. Like he needs to be in the show more. Because I love Bodhi as a character. I would. That's actually something we'll get into that when we talk about our wants for season two. I guess. Yeah. Um, Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness Award. Um, this was a little bit more even. So we have a, a winner, and then yeah. we have four people that tied for a second. Oh wow. So okay. it wasn't quite as obvious, but you could probably still guess the winner if you want to guess who you think, I think the winner is. I think Jen won too. Joey, Jen did not win. What? Jen did not win. Jen came in second. Jen it's was because, the, it's the, because you stopped giving her points for her turtlenecks. <laughs> if, if it was I'm up to me. Reward her. She wore the same outfit in different colors in multiple episodes. <laughs> if I it can. was up to me, then I would have given her like, oh my God, another turtleneck. Like win, win, win honestly like yeah. anytime that i'm now i'm curious so for the paul rudd uh i gave jen both of the paul rudd certificate of timelessness awards that she won probably because i the stacked way. up like her, her <laughs> you never I gave was, her like, any but two, i might not have nominated them so. yeah no i probably was like two um options for the paul rudd for jen in like half these episodes yes and they're both um, turtlenecks so Joey, Joey ended up winning. So Joey had three points. Jen had two. Um, Mitch had two. Dawson had two. And Tammy had two. Oh, okay. Um, I see. I Casey see. only had one and Abby had one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was kind of the, the, the leaderboard there. So Jen and Joey, runaways. I don't think it's any surprise that the women took it, took it away here. Yeah. And the women were the ones who gained most of the points. Like, if I'm looking at this right now, we have one point for Pacey. Two points for Dawson, two points for Mitch, and one for PC again. There were only six points that were given to men for yeah. both categories yeah. for the whole season. That's 26 awards and six for men. And truthfully, it was pity. Pity points for PC. It, it was pity points. The women yeah. ruled the school when it came to fashion yeah. in this season. And I'd be I'm very curious to see what happens as we move forward, whether or not the men get their shit together and start having some nice outfits. I sure hope so. Like this this uh show needs less um less khaki utility pants. Please. Less <laughs> yeah. shark tooth ne- necklaces. <laughs> shark tooth. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, how painful. No, I agree. Hopefully they can get their shit together next season. I'm curious to see will Jen keep the title? Will Joey keep the title? We'll have to see next season. Um, and now let's let's get into some of our predictions for season two slash like maybe what we'd like to see out of season two. Um, I guess we can kind of do like a bullet point if you want. Do you have anything, any predictions for hmm. season two? Uh, prediction wise for season two, I think that they we're going to spend a good amount of time with a Dawson Joey relationship but it's going to be rocky. I think that they're not going to last the entire season. I think So if you had to say like what episode you think they'll break up by and keep in mind I believe this is probably like a 22-23 episode season, my guess is. Uh I'm going to say by episode 9 we are going to have a okay. breakup and they'll probably rekindle by the end of season 2 just to okay. torture me. Okay. Um, um I think yeah. that um, we are going to have a nice, healthy relationship for Pacey. Maybe this Andy character 
seems like a good match. I don't know who Andy is, but... You <laughs> didn't know anything about Andy. You're just going to guess that. I think Andy and Casey nothing. are going to be a match made in heaven. I can see Andy, whoever they are, just being, like, really fun, really funny, like, smart. My favorite is that, like, all of the... For some reason in this show, all of the... Like, all of the stereotypical men's names yeah. end up being women and all the women's names end yeah. up being men. Yeah, yeah. But it's Andy with an A-N-D-I from right. what I've seen. Well, you know... So what Sarah knows is she knows there are going to be two new characters. No, I don't. She knows nothing about them. I, 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 forget the, I forget the other person. But you knew there's going to be a second one. You knew uh, there were two. Maybe. I, I just know Andy. Andy is going to be a great match for Pacey, and I'm going to be really upset when... Uh, it doesn't work out between them because okay. Andy, I think, prediction. is going to be my new favorite besides Ooh, this Joey. Is a prediction. Okay. Interesting. I yeah. like where we're going. Okay. Interesting. I think um, that we're going to get Jen being really, really, really irritating for the first third of the season. And then, like, I don't know. They're, she's probably going to rekindle with Dawson on joey and dawson's break and then i don't know what happens after that but i i still don't think that jen is long for the creek like i think that by season three or season four i don't think that um michelle thought she didn't you say she was gonna die i'm pretty sure she's gonna die (laughs) no i don't think that i mean i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen to her (laughs) but i i don't think that she's long for the creek like um i think that she'll eventually make her way back to the city somehow um and then yeah i think that's what what's to be expected by uh with our four there you go. Those are predictions oh, from can, Sarah. We're going to check in. I don't well, think that Joey's going to go to Paris. Just like a hot take. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, fair assumption. Um, so Worst we'll decision of her the, life. <laughs> at the end of season two and see if Sarah was right with any of these predictions. That oh, be a fun game to play. Oh, yeah. Can you? Well, well, you know, I'll we'll clip have it. To do, I'll clip yeah, it. we'll clip it. Yeah, I'll clip it when we get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then as far as things to look forward to or maybe hope for in the future for season two, I I really hope that they get, you know, Pacey really more involved with the core group like he was towards the end of the season. I really hope they get back into Dawson's filmmaking just because I don't want his only <laughs> characteristic or personality trait to be that he has love life issues. I'd love to for Jen to get on her own two feet again and kind of, you know, reclaim some of... Yeah. Uh, another big thing I think would be more interesting is I really love Bodie and uh, Bessie to a lesser extent. I prefer Bodie over Bessie. Um, but I'd like to see them more in the show. And honestly, I'd also like to learn more about Pacey's uh, family life, his at-home life. Me I don't too. think we got enough of that. Um, I think that would be great to see. And I'm saying all of this not remembering everything that happens in season two. So... I mean, I I have a terrible memory as it is. Um, but those are just kind of my wants. I, I'd like to see a little bit more in those departments. Um, and also, I'd like to see Graham's rounded out a bit more as a character. Let's not just keep harping on the religion aspect over and over and hit me over the head with it a million times. Um, I think those things would be nice to see. Also, I'd like for Joey and Dawson to break up immediately if they do get together, because. Oh, goodness gracious. 
Yeah, that's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. I just know it. Mm-hmm. And I can't yep. handle it. I'm telling you, as soon as I hang up with you, I'm probably going to be like, like, gotta run to Netflix. Gotta watch You're gonna watch one of season two. I was thinking the same thing when it. we started podcasting. I was like, I really am going to want to watch the, the season two premiere or, uh, yeah. Yeah, I really, really, this. really want to know what happens. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching it. I mean, I got to be honest with you. Like, this was a lot more interesting and fun, this this show, than I anticipated. Like, I never watched mm-hmm. The O.C. I never watched... Um, What's that thing with the basketball twins? One Tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Never watched One Tree Hill. Basketball twins. This is not really, like, my stereotypical stereotypical type of television surprisingly so but I'm mm-hmm. I'm really loving it I really am starting to feel for each of these characters in their own way um Jess and I had like a recent discovery um about Dawson about why I think I have beef with Dawson and I think it's because a lot of what I dislike in Dawson is what I dislike in myself because he's a Pisces the indecisiveness the inability to like you know fully commit the self-absorption like there's like some things like that hit too close to home definitely a Pisces um very watery for sure um I'm really, really, really looking forward to getting into season two. I think it's going to be a ball. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And I think that, like, I agree. Like, when we, when we, the reason we kind of were like, let's talk about Dawson's Creek. We saw it came to Netflix and Hulu and we were like, this feels like a good opportunity to jump on this. I think we even talked about it before that. And then it came to Netflix and Hulu. That was one of our beginning ideas. I know, but I'm saying, like, it really kind of came up again oh, yeah. when it came to Netflix totally. and Hulu and like, oh, maybe we should do this. And we weren't really sure how we would feel about it, like talking about it every week. But I have to say that like the show is so ridiculous and so <laughs> funny and so stupid and so dramatic yeah. that it's just great podcast fodder. I've had so much fun discussing yeah, season one. Me too. I'm really looking forward to season two and getting into all that drama, especially because I think a lot of shows hit their stride in season two. Because mm. season one, they work out the kinks. And mm-hmm. so I really think that season two is going to be fantastic. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. But I'm a teenager. <laughs> I so a teenager. That was, I think that was episode one. Never forget. It was so early. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. But I'm gosh. a teenager. So <laughs> all our impressions and all of the ridiculousness yeah. that um, will carry through. Yeah. We do have one email from our friend dirtbag kelly kelly thank you so much for emailing us love you kelly um kelly sent in an email um as sarah is not allowed to google i did a little for her so here's some stuff that i found that relates to season one which i love i love this is so fun yes theme song debate rages with this fun fact that i actually wanted Oh, they actually wanted Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. So a uh, a shout out to Alanis Morissette. Once again, we talked a little bit about Alanis Morissette in um, our Full House podcast. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like this show would be if it wasn't I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole and instead it was Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette? 
Listen, I love Hand in My Pocket. Hand I think it's a great show. What show? Or excuse me. I think it's a great song. Oh, okay. But I think that I don't want to wait. That's just like, that's that's Dawson's Creek. Like, I don't think I can separate the two at this point. I do love Hand in My Pocket. I think that's a great song. Like, I, I, see, I think it would yeah. work as a theme song. I still, but. like... It's not Dawson's Creek for me. And that's like the weirdest thing. Like I talked about this before, but I live in this like alternate alternate reality where like I don't associate I don't want to wait with Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you didn't hear it in the beginning. You yeah. Know, when it happened, when it was on. Yeah. It's 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 it still devastates me that we don't have the actual theme. Song yeah. Yeah. Come on, Netflix. Like I'll you raised your rates. Why can't you just get it back? <laughs> yes, please. Spend a little bit of your budget on it. I don't want to wait. Yeah. The famous walk the dog line was because they couldn't say masturbate on TV. Why not? Oh, that's great. It's more iconic now. Uh, Dawson's uh, season one haircut was inspired by Brad Pitt in The Devil's Own. Do you know The Devil's Own? I have never Brad seen Pitt? that. Do you? Let's Google. Let's see. Brad, Brad Mr. Brad Pitt. You know Brad Does Pitt. Does it look like it? <laughs> Um, I'm Devil's Googling. Own. Very intriguing television. Um, oh. His hair looks remarkably similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my God. Ew. It is the I same. I it. It's really very similar. And it honestly it does not look good on Brad Pitt either. It's wow. awful. Wow. It looks like a wig. It has to be. It's awful. It has to be. Um, I I mean, freaking James Vanderbeek. His question. Instagram's always popping off with his eighty cherub children. I love how much you look at James Vanderbeek's Instagram. (laughs) It's because on our on our account for Shit Nighty Shows Pod, um, at Shit Nighty's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. He's one of the 10 people we follow on Instagram. So it's only James James Vanderpeet that comes up on that timeline. Fair. Katie Holmes um, is a is does art now and she's very a very talented artist. That tracks for me. I feel like she would be yeah. a talented artist. Still not a great singer. I have singer. a question for you. What? I feel like Brad Pitt is like kind of known for like having like different hairstyles. Like, do you yeah. have a particular Brad Pitt hairstyle? Do you think is that you think is like the best one? Because mm. I can I can think of one off the top of my head. Well, not on a normal basis, but I am seeing some pictures of him with Gwyneth Paltrow back in that day, and he is mm-hmm. looking probably the best that he's ever looked while he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, I. Um, really particularly liked his hair when he was in the Thanksgiving episode of Friends. So short, shorter. But I, the only thing I would change is like take don't do the highlights. Like it looks a little bit ridiculous. You Um, had to do highlights back then. That was part of the look. I know, but yeah, I was just curious because he's like particularly iconic with his hair. Yeah. Um, continuing on with uh Kelly's email. The open theme credit shot was um, the opening credit video was shot with the actors being told it was for a presentation that never aired. Oh, that's interesting. So like presentation, like maybe like 
oh, we're going to send this into the network of like everyone's looks, like act like your character. Interesting. That's interesting, which makes sense. Like why Joey's giving that like death glare. Yeah. Like like, I have to be in character. So I'm going to give Jen this death glare. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's funny. And then the best thing I found was the necklace Dawson wears a lot. So like the shark tooth was made by his mom. And apparently the wardrobe lady um, based a lot of his outfits around it. Oh my gosh! Of course. Okay, so James Vanderbeek's mom made so the we shark heard tooth. Of Wayne. Yeah, made the shark tooth <laughs> necklace, and then wardrobe was like, "We love this for you. We need oh more God. of this." It's so creaky. And it's Dawson's so, Creek. Yeah, it's very beach vibes. Um, oh my gosh. so that's it. Um, for this week from Dirtbag Kelly and. Uh, he finishes off. Can't wait to jump into season two. Us two. Us two. Thanks, Kelly. That was wonderful. We appreciate all of that. Oh facts. my gosh, I can't. The freaking shark tooth. That's but ridiculous. I still think that Sean's pukas might be wor- uh, worse. Sean from uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, His you're probably right because at be least worse. like the shark tooth is like you can kind of it's it dark. can kind of go on by on by notice. Yeah, I think or go by on note. Yeah, go by on notice. I think yeah more so than the puka shells can. I agree. Oh my goodness. Yeah, pukas pukas definitely sent us over the edge. Yes, yes, definitely. Oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to season two. Um, Me too. I really can't wait to get into it. It's going to be so much fun. We hope that you guys enjoyed all of the season one coverage and are sticking around into season two with us. Um, we appreciate any and all feedback we get. What characters you're loving? What characters you're hating? Um, your any rankings, thoughts you have. Yeah. rankings, fashion thoughts that you have. Any more fun facts that are non-spoilery? Please send them over. Yes, always, because I never do the research, and Sarah is the research queen, but she can't research. So yeah, it's um, not ideal, but no, but that's works. why I think I'm, it's more fun this way. That's why I rely on our friends to send in yeah. some uh, fun facts for me. Exactly, um, and you can send those in uh, at shit nineties pod on Twitter and Instagram, shit nineties pod at gmail dot com. Of course, we always appreciate ratings and reviews. We can get more higher in the list. More people will see the podcast and join you guys in listening. Um, We hope you stick around. We have Boy Meets World content still cranking out. We have more stuff coming up in April. We just recorded a Rugrats Passover episode with Sasha Joseph. Um, That should already be out. So go give that a listen. Um, More stuff to come in that department. We can't wait to get into it all. I think that's everything we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hope you guys have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time. Just Shit ninety shows taught me. Do you not really want to wait? I had. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that I really wish I had some tequila. (laughs) Oh my god. This is the, I'm pretty sure that every podcast we recorded this week, I've had to redo the intro more than once. I'm almost positive. By the way, the bloopers in the Rugrats Passover episode, I don't know why, but they cracked me up especially hard. They're very funny. They're really funny. Oh, I hope people enjoy the bloopers. This is probably going in there, so I hope they enjoy them. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, I'm ready. I should have had some rum today. Okay.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.